triggers our extreme reaction to life-changing events that we experience that cause transformation to occur in our lives. Welcome to From Trigger to Transform podcast. This podcast is the go-to place for women who have reached their trigger point and are looking for inspiration, encouragement, and empowerment after experiencing a life-changing event. I am your host and transformational coach, Della Major, and welcome to the show. Welcome to From Trigger to Transform podcast. I am your host and transformational coach, Coach Della Major. This podcast is the go-to place for women who have reached their trigger point and are looking for inspiration, encouragement, and empowerment after experiencing a traumatic life-changing event. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to rebuild after an abusive relationship. Now let's get to the show. On today's episode, ladies, we're going to be sharing some powerful uh, nuggets on about really taking back your life, overcoming adversities, and really reclaiming and rebuilding yourself, especially after experiencing a life-changing event such as abuse. There are five types of abuse that um, we can easily discuss. And I'm going to just share a little bit, tidbit about each one of them. But specifically, as it relates to this show today, we are going to be talking about that emotional abuse, what happens and how you can really recover um, from being the victim to being the victor. And so... But before I begin sharing this information, I want you to know that, um, and there is uh, people, organizations that's out there that is designed to help not only women, but anybody who's experiencing any form of abuse. And so the National Abuse Hotline number is 1-800-799-7233. This is the number where you call and it's 24-7 if you are experiencing any form of type of abuse that is confidential and that if you need support, I definitely want to encourage you to reach out to them or even just let somebody know that you need the help because you do not have to endure what you're going through alone. There are people, there are support groups, there are agencies and services that's here to help you. And I want to make sure that you have this information. And I will be mentioning it again at the end of this episode. So let's just jump right in. Now we've been talking about abuse, how to rebuild your relationship, or basically how to rebuild after a abusive relationship. Now I mentioned earlier that there are uh, difference in various types of abuse. So let me just give you some information, some tips about what they are and what they uh, represent. The first one, of course, is the physical abuse. This type of abuse happens to many people when um, 
they are being like punched or hit or slapped or kicked. It's basically, it includes though any type of strain or any type of physical altercation that's happening. Now, in relations to the second one, sexual abuse, it also can contain both physical and non-physical components, but it also involves something that's been done to an individual, like such as a rape. Um, it's a forced uh, sexual act that's being placed upon uh, a, a person. And I know even right now there's been marriages and situation where husband and spousal has been charged with spousal rape um, when they've been physically abusing their wife. The third type of abuse, of course, which we're going to focus on a little bit today, is the verbal or emotional abuse. This is when where words are used as weapons of mass destruction. This is the point where they begin, um, you begin to begin to uh, be, believe in the lies or the negative words that's spoken about you. Or these are words such as like you're worthless or you're stupid or you're ugly or nobody wants you. When you have to deal with something like that, it can definitely have a strong detriment in your life. And I know for many years, I dealt with that verbal and emotional abuse. And I know there is a chapter in my book where I said sticks and stones may break my bone, but words can harm you. And so if you don't have my book, I definitely encourage you to get it. Um, the fourth type of abuse, of course, is the mental, the psychological. And this happens when your partner through a series of actions or words uh, pretty much make you have the sense of your well-being that you don't belong or a sense of um, your health is in crisis. And that's the part where you your mind is just not really um, uh, uh, is intact because you have so many things um, psychologically going on. And then, of course, we have that, uh, the fifth uh, type of abuse, which is the financial or economical abuse. And this is all about power. This is all about control. Because, you know, we often say that the person who controls the money is the one that controls the power. And so when you're thinking about financial and economic abuse, that's where someone will basically just try to control you because of the fact that they feel that you need their money. And then the last uh, type of abuse we'll talk about is the cultural or the identity. And cultural abuse happens when the abuser use every aspect of, you know, your life, of particularly your culture, your identity to inflict suffering. You know, that type of abuse would say, you know, people uh, in this certain area, you know, only is going to be like this. Or uh, there's people uh, in the low-income community is going to always be like that. And so it, it actually leads to those negative words and negative self-talk and negative mind sets along that line. But um, when you're thinking about abuse, abuse is abuse. And But today that we, in for our episode purposes, we're going to talk a little bit about that emotional abuse, how it has a true impact, not only on your mindset, but it also has an impact on your identity. 
And, you know, the uh, when you think about emotional abuse, it brings upon depression. It brings upon the anxiety. It brings upon, uh, like, a traumatic stress uh, experience because why, you know, you're thinking so much on what that person says and how that the words that those in, uh, uh, the individuals is using. And so you begin to start internalizing you know, everything. And you stay, oftentimes you stay in a situation longer than you share because you're thinking about the words that they're using or the words that they're saying. And when you think about those who are being victimized through the emotions, oftentimes they've been spoken or they've been painted a picture how they're, they're worthless and how nobody is going to ever want them or even to the situation in our particular case that, we have no value. And one of the things when we're talking about rebuilding, that's one, uh, it's an area where that you have to say to yourself, when you're taking control or when you're getting away from that emotional abuse or the words or things that cause you to have that suffering internally, you know, um, feeling like you invisible, that nobody really truly sees you. And when you have that and you finally trying to rebuild, you it's a question that you got to ask yourself once you get away from. Now that I'm no longer thinking, now that I'm no longer allowing those words to have the power over me, if I'm getting myself or taking myself away from that, now what? Who am I? What am I going to do? How am I going to be able to move forward since all of my life or basically all throughout this relationship, all I heard was what I'm not going to be compared to whom God called me to be. You see, in Psalms 139, it says that we are beautifully and wonderfully made. This means that Whatever flaws that we have, whatever lacks that we have, God is the person that sees beyond that. And he created us to be someone special. Why? Because in Peter, first Peter, it says that we are a holy nation. We are God's chosen people. And to be chosen by God means you have value, means you have worth. So when you've been in a relationship where that You've been told so many times often that you have no value and you finally get an opportunity to get away from that. The question is going to come back. What do I do? Now what? What is it? How is it? I'm going to see myself and what is it that I can do to rebuild my life where that I'm not only adding value on my own terms, but I can give out value and help somebody else who maybe be going through that. I know that when I went through my journey of from trigger to transformation, that's the, the one of the main first steps that I had to discover. Who am I? I had to discover my self-worth. I had to rebuild my identity because a lot of the words that were spoken to me by my mother when I was younger led me to believe that I was going to be not only just like her giving up, that I was not going to be amount to anything. And so when I finally got to this position of where now is now in my hands, the question now what was really, really hard to figure out. But 
throughout therapy and throughout a time of really getting the support that I need, I had the opportunity and the ability to be able to start putting together a recovery plan, a plan that's going to help me to be able to learn how to be victorious and no longer become that victim. Hi guys, you are listening to From Triggered to Transform podcast, and I am your host, Coach Della Major. Today's episode is brought to you by YouCanLive.com. But before we begin with the show, I am so excited to be sharing with you information about my new book, which is called From Trigger to Transform, A Journey to Self-Discovery and Purpose, which is now available today. Throughout the book, I am sharing with you my unique personal experiences of surviving and overcoming abandonment, rejection, suicide, and divorce. The purpose of this book was to educate, to inspire, and to empower women who, just like me, who've had a life-changing event to occur in their life to gain Uh, to reclaim uh, back their life, to gain clarity about what is it that we really want, and to develop some next step strategies so that we are maximizing our godly full potential. Also, what I hope to provide in the book is some godly wisdom and insight that will help you to be able to really understand what it is to create a life of positive change. So I want you to click on the link in the show notes to purchase your copy today. And as a special gift, I want you to use the code TRANSFORM so that you will be able to receive $5 off your purchase. So now let's get back to the show. In this episode, I'm going to share a little bit about my most recent book, From Trigger to Transform, A Journey to Self-Discovery and Purpose. You know, guys, we are all a work in progress, and it takes effort and dedication to evolve and to transform ourselves into the persons that God had intended for us to be. In my book, I told the story of my unique personal experiences of surviving and overcoming abandonment and rejection in my life. I dive deeply into topics that related to the triggers that had either a negative or even a positive impact in my life, specifically in the areas of my mindset, health, faith, relationship, and finances. Throughout the book, I provided you with godly wisdom and insight that I believe will help you to create a positive change in your life where you're not just surviving, but you're thriving. So, I want you to go ahead, click on the link in my show notes to get and to download your copy of the introduction for free. And so in preparation for this episode, I also asked a couple of women that I know who 
are survivors of emotional abuse. And I asked them to share with us some tips in relations to the now what. What is it that we can share and that we can uh, empower you with on today and inspire you that will help you to be able to move forward where you're no longer just surviving, but you're thriving. So I'm going to share with you five steps that um, I articulated that I was able to transform and grasp from the conversation that I had with these women. And I believe that um, this would be something that you can write down, something that you can have that would empower you also to help you as we're talking about how to rebuild after a abusive relationship. So let's go. Step number one, take your time. And it is so important for you to take your time when you're talking about rebuilding. You see, in an emotionally abused relationship, time itself is often used to sort of kind of keep you in that trap you up. Because at that time, when you end the abusive relationship, you know, so often so many things is happening, you know, you don't, you can see yourself getting out of this. But now that you see yourself being able to break away from that emotional abuse situation, now is the time to make sure that you are putting to place those things, those attentions that's going to give you the power. That's going to give you your ability to live your life on your own term. So when you're talking about rebuilding after an abusive relationship, take your time. Because why? It's now all about you and not about someone else and not about what other people say about you. It's about what do you want? It's about who do you want? Where do you want? How do you want? How do you need to get whatever it is that you want? And all of that is what you never had. So now is the time to take your time. So when you're rebuilding, you're not only rebuilding something new, but you're rebuilding a solid foundation. So what am I saying? Self-care on your own terms. That means it's time to focus on self. So take your time and focus on you. Build up on a firm foundation so that you will know that what you're doing is what you want and that you now will not only live victoriously and empowered, but you will have something even better than before. Step number two, redraw your boundaries. Setting boundaries is going to be essential part of you practicing your love language, you practicing with yourself and others. That means you getting to know who you are. You becoming to be the person that you desire to be. But in becoming your best self now, especially since you're rebuilding, now you want to be able to set those boundaries as to what you will allow to be able to say that you're willing enough to accept. Because when you set boundaries, you're defining your limits. You're not trying to be limited, but you're setting up 
your, your, what you might say, that measure, what are you willing to accept and what you're not willing to accept. You want to open up yourself to be able to go farther than you have been before. But at the same time, what are you willing enough to allow yourself to come in? What are you willing enough to do? So it's going to be important for you to redefine and redraw your boundary lines now. You know, what kind of relationships you're going to be uh, getting yourself into now moving forward. You want to make sure that you so in tune with yourself that you would know what's going to be good for you and what's going to be bad for you because you're not trying to set yourself up to get back into the situation that you just came out of. Okay. So step number three, this one is important. Forgive yourself. You see, Sometimes what happens when you're in an abusive relationship, you think it's something that you deserve because you think it's something that you did wrong. And because you start, you put on the burden of the abuser on your shoulder and you start emulating and thinking that maybe I did something wrong. Maybe I should have been better. I should have been able to love better. I should have. No, you do not deserve abuse. Period. So you need to kill and get rid of the guilt, get rid of the shame, and once again, own your power and kill the fear. Kill the fear to the point where you're thinking that it was all about you. No, forgive yourself. Yes, you might have made mistakes, but it never will be a mistake where it will cause you to be harmed or to be abused. So forgiving yourself for not allowing yourself to really be, get out of it sooner. Nah, forgive yourself and be able to move forward. Forgive yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Now is the time to build yourself up and not beat yourself down. Step number four, knowledge is power. I often say when you know better, you do better. You begin to implement the plans in your life where your words have more weight and have more power than someone else's. Your words, you heard what I said? Your words have the more power because now you understand what it is and where it is, the things, what you, uh, the good things you got to fix or the things that maybe you need to redo or even the more, the affirmations that you speak because now you're understanding you was not created for that. You was not created to be somebody punching back. You was not created to be somebody punching back with words. You was not created to be emotionally abused. You was created to be love. And once you understand that not only were you created to be love, that love is your portion, knowledge is power. Love on yourself. Forgive yourself. Empower yourself inspire yourself because why you deserve it. But the last one, take back your story. You see, your past life might have had some emotional abuse. My past life, yeah, it maybe caused me to have a lot of the things that I went through mentally, emotionally, physically, financially. But now that I know now that I'm setting my boundaries, now that I'm taking my time, now that I'm forgiving myself, now I'm the one is redefining my narrative. You see, when you're being abused, 
is nothing but giving up to you but these false lies and the false narrative. See, that's what they do to keep you keep us as victims. But when you become a victor, you are the one that writes the story. You are the one that tells it. You are the one that says what you're going to be and how your story is going to be written. I wrote from Trigger to Transform, uh, a journey of self-discovery and identity to empower women and to empower individuals to let them know that you might have been broken, but you're not broke. And I have a saying that I write in my book, a broken crayon still colors. That means that a broken woman still have something to offer the world. And I want you to see that. I want you to see that you might have went through what you went through, but now it's the time for you to rise up. Now it's the time for you to let your wings soar. Now it's the time for you to rewrite your narrative, to tell the story of your journey of being victorious and empowered. Because as you telling that story, as you rebuilding and redefining who you're going to be, then this is what people is going to see you. They're not going to see you as the person of old. They're going to see the person who you have become. You are becoming that individual, that person that's no longer just surviving, but you're becoming that thriver, not just a survivor. You're becoming empowered and you're becoming and you're living your life victorious. And with that being said, I want to thank you for joining me on today's episode. I hope that it was something that I shared that inspired you and empowered you. But at the same time, again, I want to give back the National Abuse Hotline number just in case if you didn't get an opportunity to write it down because I want you to know that you are not here alone. And if you know someone who's maybe being abused or dealing with some form of violence or abuse or even domestic violence, you need to share this number with them because there is help and there's individuals that's out there that's willing enough to support them. Again, that number is 1-800-799-7233. Thank you for joining me this week on another episode of From Trigger to Transform podcast. Again, today's episode was talking about how to rebuild after an abusive relationship. But if you have not already clicked on the subscribe button to follow us and to join us each and every week as we drop new episodes, I want you to do so. I want you to click on that that, uh, subscribe button just so that you'll be able to get the notifications on when new episodes are dropped. But also, I want you to follow us. Follow us on a social media platform. I can be reached on Facebook at Coach Delamay Major. Also, you can find me on Instagram at I am Della Major. If you want to get access to a copy of my book and check out some of the things that we've been doing here throughout, you can go to my website, which is www.youcanlive.com. Youcanlive.com. And check us out. You know, one of the things that I do, I am a national patient advocate, you know, for kidney health. And last week, I know we shared a week, 
two weeks ago, we shared about how to survive chronic kidney disease. And I do know that we survive many other things as well. I advocate on many other various topics as well. And so I want you to make sure that you are getting all that you need. And so again, thank you for joining me on another episode. Thank you for listening. And I hope to see you again next week when we're going to have another powerful episode that you just do not want to miss. God bless and have a phenomenal day.